0: All of our team is located in Israel, which basically is a small country, and yet there are people that live in the north and in the south, and we all work on the same Slack channels, I guess.
1: Welcome to the Milk Bottle Shopify e-commerce podcast, brought to you by Milk Bottle Labs, Ireland's top-rated Shopify experts milk bottle labs build upgrade migrate and market shopify and shopify plus stores all over the world milk bottle will migrate you onto shopify with zero interruption guaranteed or optimize your shopify store and maximize store sales this podcast is kindly supported by our favorite shopify app and the only app we install in every store rewind.io is the leading backup solution for your shopify store We'll talk more about Rewind later. Now over to your host, founder of Milk Bottle Labs, Keith Matthews. Hey folks,
2: my guest today is Yair Moran. Yair is the CEO and founder of Rise.iai. Rise initially started as a as gift wizard, which was an enhanced gift voucher app on the Shopify ecosystem. And Rise now has developed to include in-store credit and effectively an automated branded currency solution. So, conversation was great with Yair. He shared with us the rise of the app, the growth, and a little bit of information about his base in Israel. So, here goes, Yair. How are you? Welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Keith. I'm great. Thank you for having me. All good. Last time we met was at the last pre-COVID Shopify event in Amsterdam, and we had a good catch up. You guys have grown extensively over the last couple of years, and we'll get into that. I'm, I'm really happy to to share your success at the moment. I'm assuming you're like the rest of the world. You're locked up with kids and you're working from home. Is that right? Sure. Actually, a few hours ago, I just got to bring my kid
0: back home after his first day was not that good. He kind of missed his mommy. (laughs) But yeah, challenging times and we all
2: need to go through this together. Exactly. And yeah, I'd also met some of your team when I was in Amsterdam and I met them before at various uh, Shopify events. Your team are safe and all working from home, I assume? Sure. We all work remotely. It's a challenge
0: and yet it's kind of interesting to see how we walk in a long distance and still on the same projects. That's kind of interesting for us to
2: try it out. And when you say the team work remotely, are they, are they all in Israel or are they across Europe or are they cross different time zones? Yeah, so all of our
0: team is located in Israel, which basically is a small country, and yet there are people that live in the north and in the south, and we all work on the same Slack channels, I guess.
2: Slack has saved a lot of companies in the last few months with its ability to operate remotely and share and talk and chat and share documents and store documents. It is certainly a wonderful tool. I I keep saying on this podcast that we're big advocates of Basecamp, Mm -hmm. the project management tool, and we were actually semi-remote before this ever happened we have an office but we kind of have a hybrid model so just like slack saving yourselves Basecamp really has made life so so much easier but yeah as i said it's great to have you on on the line in terms of israel in terms of the economy in terms of the, the tech kind of culture there what, what sort of a place is it so you
0: know, it's an amazing place for startups and for tech companies. You know, I'm a, I'm a third generation Tel Avivian, and I can say that this city's lifestyle and intimacy, you know, are perfect for young companies and for young start- startups. The fact that Israel itself is kind of an evolving startup helps companies like us to build a strong and diverse team in a very small place. The local culture is also perfect for a risky business like startups, because People are, you know, you're almost uh, encouraged to take risks, so that's also kind of cool. There's a good culture there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, there are so many startups around us, and it's kind of community. Uh, Actually, in Shopify and the e-commerce industry specifically, uh, there are a lot of Israeli companies and really help us to uh, work together and try to figure out solutions for complex problems.
2: Uh, so, in terms of funding, then there's a, there's a healthy access to funding. Is there is there some government funding, or is it all private funding? So, it started
0: with kind of a strong government funding. There is a lot of support from the government, no, especially now during the COVID. There are a lot of different options to get help, but also a lot of issues, a lot of international companies that got into the got into Israel and helped startup companies to grow because
2: they are all looking for the next big thing. Like everybody else here, they're looking for the next big thing. I think the beauty about Shopify is the fact that it doesn't necessarily mean that the next big thing is going to come out of it. But certainly there's going to be a lot of smaller, successful app development houses and and agencies like ourselves coming out of it. So there's room for everybody within the Shopify ecosystem. Would you agree? Absolutely. I think that
0: Shopify helps us to uh, grow without external funding, to grow with a lot of understanding of the market. And this is the biggest advantage that uh, an amazing platform like Shopify brings to app developers.
2: Yeah. So moving on to the product, when I met you originally, the, the company was Gift Wizard. So give us the history of Gift Wizard and how you eventually grew into, into Rise.ai. Sure. So, yeah, actually,
0: uh, we had a very long story here with the changes of the product. We started with a pure gift card product solution, understanding the complexity of offering a good gift card experience. We looked into the Shopify platform and we figured out that the regular gift card experience is not just good enough. So we started to build the whole process again and offered a lot of more advanced gift card options that Shopify didn't offer. I would say that the main option is to send the gift cards directly to the recipient's email along with a personal message and images, which is basically what most of the people want when they want to send a gift.
2: Yeah. So... In case there's some users listening that don't fully understand. understand how the gift card works in in Shopify, it's it's pretty basic gift card. Uh, effectively, it's a you're you're purchasing a discount code, which is then sent on to the user. But you guys have have enhanced that since Gift Wizard. I mean, when I go on to Rise.ii now. And, I, you know, you've rebranded and you've, you've, I mean, you're into loyalty. I mean, you could have a separate podcast on loyalty cards. You're in gift cards. You're handling returns and, and refunds. Are you effectively kind of a one-stop shop for all of those kind of value-add services when it comes to, how would you describe it? Is it purchasing credit? What way would you describe your overall solution? So our goal is to help merchants to re-engage with
0: customers. With time, more and more brands told us that their biggest problem is customer retention. They all loved the gift card solution and, but the gift card solution is mostly seasonal, you know, Q4 solution, I would say. And a lot of merchants said that their biggest problem is the ability to bring the customers back to the store and re-engage with them. Uh, and then we looked again into the market and we believe that customer retention is related to the whole life cycle of a customer. So it's not just uh, the specific event, such as a big purchase or someone that opened an account, but it's also in refunds and birthdays and a delayed package. So yeah, we've built a re-engagement platform that helps the merchants to send store credit to the customer in a lot of different events. That helps him to bring him back to the car, to the store.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You just mentioned there about gift cards. Are, are gift cards still a seasonal
0: purchase? That's a very good timing to ask that. Uh, first of all, the, the gift card industry is huge. Uh, I think that the number is 62, 62% of merchants want to get gift cards as a present and, you know, gift is something that people buy all over the year. I can still say that we see in our data that the holiday season is the biggest times of gift cards. Then again, gift cards became much more a solid payment during the whole season. And we can see it right now during the COVID crisis that a lot of merchants use the gift cards to maintain
2: their business. So are you seeing a rise in gift card purchases at the moment as a result of COVID-19? For sure, yeah. Actually,
0: we're going to release a nice research about that. We checked more than 3,000 merchants and we saw that uh, since uh, the beginning of March, there is almost 55% rise in gift card purchases. People buy much more gift cards. Gift cards are not just... Uh, the gifting solution when they buy gift cards, but also the ways of merchants to maintain their credit lines. Uh, and that's all over the world. We have merchants like this in New Zealand and in Australia and in London. A lot of merchants that reach out to their customers and help ask them to buy gift cards in order to help them to, to survive, in order to help them to reach out to the next few which then they will be able to use it in-store or online.
2: So you're saying a lot of online merchants have actually reached out to their base and suggest to buy a gift card, basically, because that's cash taken into the business. For sure. Yeah, and then that's, so it's a lifeline, it's a short-term lifeline. Obviously, the customer then is going to purchase maybe later on in the year and they will have to deliver a product with, with no, basically, with no income. Is that a trend worldwide i We haven't seen that here that's 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 an interesting point you've just made
0: so so yeah that's that's interesting. I'd love to send links after the conversation, but you know in New Zealand, we walk with uh companies that operate more than twenty five hundred local cafes and restaurants and they uh sold gift card in more than uh, one point two million dollars you know, distributing that among all the different local places. We have a big company in Strasbourg that did the same with hundreds of merchants. That's, that's definitely something that we see in a lot of different places. I think that for us as a company, that's amazing to see how local communities are related to the businesses and all those initiatives actually came from them. And it's not something that we reached out to companies and said, let's do that. A lot of municipalities or companies just started this initiative themselves. And it's definitely a a trend.
2: Let's take a short break and I'll share the one app we install on every Shopify build. The team at Rewind.io have developed the leading backup solution for Shopify. Did you know there is no way of recovering lost data from a Shopify store? Rewind.io automatically backs up your store data. In the event of a data loss, usually due to human error, Rewind enables you to rewind your store back to its previous state. It's so simple and is used by some of the world's leading Shopify agencies, such as Kurt Elster of EtherCycle and Kelly Vaughan at the top Room. If your store is gaining traction, you may have multiple users making changes. Often store owners allow team or app developers enter a store to add code. Sometimes mistakes happen and data gets deleted. You can reduce your business risk today and prevent a costly catastrophe by installing the Rewind.io app on your Shopify store. Get your first month of Rewind for free by simply responding to any of the welcome messages or emails you receive after you begin your seven-day trial and mention this podcast. Now, back to the interview yeah it it just shows you that in you know in the past bricks and mortars advocates would have also always said that you know customers are loyal to their maybe their local coffee shop or loyal to their, their local store mm. but an actual fact with what you've just said it just proves that an actual fact online customers are maybe just as loyal to the online store that they've been purchasing off than they would be to a bricks and mortar store i mean if, if there's that much of a rise in purchases of gift cards and store credit well then obviously these stores have invested heavily in building a relationship with that consumer, and it's working. Absolutely. I think that the main issue here is that shoppers
0: want to buy from a brand brand that they feel a connection to. And this is something that if you as a brand can give them, they'll stay loyal.
2: And, yeah, the the data and the, the activity that you see in terms of customer behavior must be interesting. In terms of... If, if I'm a store owner and I launch uh, and I want to attempt to turn that new customer into a repeat customer, I mean, how would I go about that?
0: Sure. So I would say that the most important number here is that uh, repeat purchases represent only 8% of all e-commerce sites. And specifically here, it's talking about Shopify sites, but it accounts for 40% of e-commerce revenue. I think this is one of the reasons that Shopify in one of their latest reports uh, talked about the importance of brands to make the customers loyal and the cost of acquire a new customer versus retaining an existing one. We definitely see this right now, that customers get back to the place they know and the, their expenses get much higher in terms of LTV and AOV when they come to the store that they already know and
2: it's not their first purchase. Yeah, we are driving that repeat-purchaser metric by using email. So Mm -hmm. how does your product drive the repeat customer rate up? So I would say that the heart of our
0: product is the workflow. Merchants can build their own workflow and create different triggers and conditions in order to bring the customer back. We see a lot of differences between industries and locations, and uh, different ages of customers, we think that the right thing here is to enable the merchant to reach out to his customer with the perfect uh, offer. So when you use the workflow, you can use triggers, you can use buy X, get Y to the next purchase, you can use uh, automatic refunds, you can use a lot of different workflows in order to make sure that your customer could accumulate uh, the store credit and then
2: get back to the store. So the customer is effectively banking money in the store. So then when they, when they build it up, once they become a loyal customer, well, then they're, obviously their next purchase is going to be cheaper. And in the long run, then that is cheaper to acquire a customer by rewarding them rather than maybe investing in AdWords or other, other forms of communication. Do you have it right there?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Once it's your branded currency,
2: it's literally your wallet you
0: know we have integration with apple wallet for example and customers know that this is real money they can use in different uh, life events and for sure once they accumulate more money this is very similar to the to the bank uh, concepts when they come back with their money and just purchase in the checkout without any friction you know we have this quick apply button when you can just click and use the store credit that you've got and this is very similar to money that you have in
2: your wallet. In terms of the impact of COVID-19 on the on the overall gift card store credit market, besides the fact that you've seen a rise in purchases, is there any major trends that you've seen? Now, I know it's a short space of time, but you guys are on the pulse and you're, you're front and center.
0: Yeah, sure. So first of all, uh, this is something that I'm sure that you see as well, Keith, a massive shift from offline to online. A lot of merchants that understand that offline is not enough or you just had to close your offline business and they're starting to sell online. Uh, obviously, they have to shift their assets from offline to online and it close their store credit or gift cards if they have some of that uh, outstanding offline. Another thing that we see that merchants try to sell in a lot of new channels. If you always had to sell in a very specific channel, now that a lot of channels will close, they use new things uh, and new places to sell their gift cards uh, and to engage with their customers, uh, understanding that a lot of customers are now back home or they have more time and more uh, options to
2: to see that. So they engage with them in, in a lot of new ways. It's very clear that people are spending more time on their mobile phones. Mm-hmm. And if they're on their mobile phones, the chances are they're browsing maybe Instagram or Facebook. So. You have a very, you recently had a wonderful win. Guys have partnered with with Facebook to sell gift cards on Facebook and Instagram. So well done on that. Can you explain exactly how that works?
0: Thanks. Yeah, that's definitely exciting for our company. So yeah, Facebook uh, reached us out to us and we partnered so we will be able to help merchants, Shopify merchants actually, to sell gift cards on Facebook and Instagram. So On Facebook, if you currently have digital gift cards available through Rise AI, your business will automatically be featured on Facebook to your local community based on the Facebook user's zip code. So let's say I now go on Oxford Street uh, in London, customers around, uh, coffee places around me or any other place will just get Push notifications say you can now buy a gift card in that place. And once you click it, you'll get to the product page. And on Instagram, um, merchants would be able to encourage people to purchase gift cards by adding a new button, a button that Instagram added just for that occasion, a gift card sticker. They will be able to use it in stories. And again, the button and the stickers will link directly to Rise AI gift card link that associated with the businesses to help the
2: customer to complete the purchase. In your testing, you know, on your QA and in in, in rolling it out, were you excited about the results? That's
0: amazing, man. Uh, I must say, you know, a company like Facebook with 2 billion visitors, for now, they rolled out the Facebook option in the US. We have a couple of merchants in Colorado and New York that use it in the beta version, that's amazing. Uh, We don't understand this algorithm uh, in detail, but we can say that they see a lot of new traffic from that option for
2: sure. Well done. That's fantastic. I hope it works out for you. One of the areas that you guys provide a solution for as well is is loyalty cards, which is obviously linked to to store credit and is at at some point linked in terms of the technical back end to Shopify gift cards. Can you just explain to me your loyalty card solution? Yes. So I will say the biggest difference is that
0: gift card is something that people purchase to each other. And many times it's a, it's a one thing gift. I want to purchase a gift card in a place. And then obviously it's, it's very cool for the merchant because you hear about this merchant for the first time and you can buy a product in his place the concept of loyalty cards is much more long term oriented when customers can have their own loyalty cards uh, with the 16 digits and get the store credit constantly for different kind of events and then once you have the whole life cycle of the customer you could help him to climb up the ladder of your merchants uh, rewards program she can start using the store little more and more. Do we believe that this active approach helps merchants to bring customers to the store?
2: So are you creating a link between the online store and are you creating an omnichannel link between the online store and the bricks and mortar store through that? So that's something that we can offer for some of the POSs.
0: Obviously, Shopify POS is one of them. But as I mentioned, we have integration with Apple Wallet and now with Facebook and Instagram. We do work with Shopify POS and some other big POS companies. And that helps the merchants to build a very thorough experience for the customer.
2: Yeah, the reason I asked that was because, of course, I mean, in Ireland alone, there's probably 2,000 different POS providers. So when you mention linking, you know, bricks and mortar to online, it's extremely complex. There's usually a a large integration uh, involved. For most retailers, one of the reasons that actually they don't move online is because they have so much invested in their POS system and so much store credit sold to to their bricks and mortar customers that they just simply can't move it online because there's no way to connect it. That's just a challenge that exists in the industry, so that's just the way it is, I suppose. Of course, as you as you mentioned, if you, if you're using Shopify Pause, which has just been upgraded recently, you guys can do it pretty quickly. I'm I'm assuming it's part of the service, is it? That's correct. For the rest of the POS, we have a manual solution when customers
0: can adjust the gift card, but the most seamless integration
2: would be with POSs that work with Shopify. That's that's no doubt. Perfect. So, yeah, it's been absolutely fantastic talking to you. I genuinely have really enjoyed your success over the last couple of years. Before we go, is there anything exciting in the in the pipeline? Sure. So, all of our team very excited uh,
0: to release the new dashboard next week. That would allow merchants to reengage with customers actively using store credit campaigns. Meaning, you won't have to wait any trigger to happen you'll be able to reach out actively to the customers with the store credit. And this is part of us trying to make the merchants
2: store credit program even more complete. Fantastic. Well done. That's great. And the best Look at that. So what we'll do is we'll include all of the links back into your product in the show notes. Yeah, it's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you. I hope to see you soon at some stage when all of this madness has ended. For me as well, Keith. That was a good, great pleasure for me.
1: Thanks for listening to the Milk Bottle Shopify e-commerce podcast. All of our episodes are available on Spotify and iTunes. We really appreciate the support of our sponsor, Rewind.io, the leading backup solution for your Shopify store. Get your first month of Rewind for free. Just respond to any of the welcome messages or emails after you begin your seven-day free trial and mention our podcast. Until the next time, take care.